The FT. When Apple launched its music streaming service earlier this month, many thought the company would shake up the digital music industry. But not everyone was happy. The pop star Taylor Swift wrote an open letter, calling on the company to change its terms. And in a remarkable U-turn, it has. I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss the latest moves is Robert Cookson, the FT's digital media correspondent. Rob, it's been a pretty remarkable the last few days. Give us a sense. What did Taylor Swift say that caused Apple, the world's most valuable company, to change course? Taylor Swift is the world's biggest pop star at the moment, and she wrote、um, a very convincing blog accusing Apple of being unfair, in that it was asking record labels and therefore artists to receive no payment for the first three months of Apple Music while it was a free trial for users. And she's got such a huge social media presence, so many fans that it clearly、uh, had a big impact on Apple. It's clearly going to be a bit of a PR disaster for them, coming on the back of. Growing amount of criticism from independent record labels of this same、uh, free trial. I think Taylor Swift was basically the straw that broke the camel's back. Now it matters also because it's Apple, isn't it? It's not just any other company, and it seems pretty amazing that they would、uh, change course so rapidly just on the back of, of one artist speaking out. For Apple, getting their new music service, which launches le- next week, right, is extremely important. This is a company. That twelve years ago revolutionised the music industry with the launch of its iTunes download store, which helped the company make a huge amount of money selling iPods. iPods then turned into iPhones, and you know the, the rest is history. The, the company is clearly hugely successful. But now consumer behaviour is is shifting. People are streaming music rather than downloading it. So Apple has to come up with its own model to fit this new mode of consumption. Therefore. The last thing they want is just as they launch their new subscription offering to have, you know, the biggest pop star in the world saying, "Oh, I'm not going to be on the service." And it's not just Taylor Swift. A lot of the independent labels were had yet to sign deals with Apple, so there was a bit of bad news on this front in terms of the lead up to the launch, which which probably was adding to the the mix for them. Exactly, and. As it happens now, we still don't know exactly what terms Apple is offering during the free three-month trial of its service. So there could still be ructions. The mood music seems like they'll do whatever it takes to get everyone on board and have a successful launch with everyone on it, but、uh, things could still fall apart. Now you use the word ructions, of course. Spotify, the Swedish startup, is the world's market leader in streaming. It basically invented the market. You would have thought for them this is especially worrying. Yes, the problem for Spotify is that it's already a heavily loss-making company. Under its terms with record labels and music publishers, it has to pay out seventy、uh, percent of its revenues in the form of royalties to those rights holders, which was already a huge burden. Now Apple said it's going to pay out seventy-three percent of its revenues to rights holders,、um, and then. With this Taylor Swift、uh, dispute, it's you know instantly sort of proved itself willing to put even more money on the table and and you know pay up during the free period. So Spotify is being squeezed, and Apple's apparent generosity to rights holders is、um, making Spotify look a little bit stingy by comparison. But of course, we shouldn't be too down on Spotify. They are the market leader. They have twenty million paying users,、uh, and in the week after Apple's music service launch, they announced that they'd raised half a billion dollars in new funding, which gave it a valuation of eight and a half billion dollars. What are they saying to those that 
look to Apple Music as the death knell of Spotify? Well, Spotify, as you say, is the market leader. It's got 20 million paying subscribers and about 50 million users of its free advertising supported service. It's pioneered this subscription streaming model. And since it was launched in 2008, has paid more than $3 billion back to the music industry. Spotify has a great app. You know, the user interface is um, widely appreciated by its users. Its users have built up playlists on it and got used to the way it functions. So getting them to switch over to Apple, uh, which, you know, charges the same amount, isn't necessarily going to be an easy proposition. But of course, what Apple does have is many hundreds of millions of people using their devices and the easy way of starting a a billing relationship with those users. So it can instantly push out its app to them and, and hopefully suck them in. And presumably on the industry side, And for consumers, the music labels, they want a bit of competition, presumably, as well. So having another player like a Spotify in the market is useful in a way to them. But also for consumers, presumably not all consumers want to have their entire lives dominated by by one company like an Apple or a Google, let's say. I think that's right. With Spotify, you can use their service on whatever device you choose, be it an Android phone or an, an Apple one or your desktop computer, wherever. With Apple you're more tied into the Apple ecosystem, which is the entire point of, of Apple wanting to dominate this this new market. Well, Taylor Swift said she was happy with the changes Apple made. It'll be interesting to see what uh, consumers and the rest of us think. Rob Cookson, thanks very much. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you might like to try our World Weekly podcast, which is presented by me, Gideon Rachman, the FT's chief foreign policy commentator. Each week, I discuss one of the main political stories of the week with the FT's overseas correspondents and experts, and you can find our latest show at ft.com slash podcasts from Wednesdays. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor. What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.